Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. The 28th Conference of the Parties to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, insert known as COP28, is taking place from November 28 to December 12, 2023 in Dubai. This global climate summit convenes annually for member countries that have signed the UN agreement promising to address human-induced climate change and its effects. The delegates, including the heads of states, members of civil society, and indigenous peoples' organizations, have gathered at the UN Climate Conference to assess the progress made globally on tackling climate change and establish strategies for future actions. Cultural Survival also attended COP28 and spoke to some of the indigenous delegates who attended the conference. I'm John Carling. I am an indigenous activist from the Philippines and I am with the Indigenous Peoples' Rights International. The impacts of climate change to indigenous peoples is, is uh, very, very high in relation to um, uh, flooding, uh, the drought uh, and, and all of these um, impacts on the ground. Uh, also because indigenous peoples live in the vulnerable areas, so they are at the front line of whatever uh, impact of, of climate change. And the sad thing is because we don't have the facilities, we, we don't have basic social services, uh, it's not easy to mobilize support. So in, in that sense, we're, we're even more marginalized because uh, actions to respond to, to the impacts of climate change is just not there uh, where we are. That's one. The, the other one is that we're also negatively impacted by the solutions that are being proposed because, uh, and, and these impacts are, are, are even worse uh, with the violation of, of our rights, particularly to our collective rights, to our land territories and resources and to our free prior and informed consent and we we see this in particular in the impositions of large dams hydro dams that we see all over the place because it is considered as a renewable energy then also the imposition of big uh, uh, renewable energy projects like solar farms windmills and they are being uh, implemented in areas where we do our livelihoods or in areas where there are cultural heritage sites and again we, we, we are not even consulted uh, to, uh, when they implement this project so we are again victims that while we're suffering already from the impacts of climate change we're again suffering uh, with with this kind of, of solutions because we are not seen as, as, as uh, the ones providing solutions, but in fact we are. We are the ones protecting the environment. Uh, we are the ones taking care of biodiversity. We are the ones with sustainable uh, resource management systems, which are all critical in addressing climate change. Uh, we have the knowledge, we have uh, communities that are resilient, 
and and but but we don't matter and that is the problem because we are our rights are violated and we are not part of any decision making processes in planning and designing solutions to climate change so there is an opportunity lost there because we the, the solutions that we are uh, advancing and promoting is is not added or not not valued so with that uh, we of course engage in the climate change processes uh, the cup and also at, at national level and what i can say uh, is that we're, uh, we are gaining more attention to the issues of indigenous peoples. One of the achievements is the, the creation of the local communities and indigenous peoples knowledge platform, which is uh, a platform to exchange uh, and present our in indigenous knowledge that are critical for climate change adaptation and mitigation. So uh, in, in this uh, platform, indigenous peoples, scientists and states are on equal footing. And that is good because it's giving us uh, 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 the, the platform to promote uh, the, our traditional knowledge. Um, and we hope that this will not just end up as a talk shop, but rather that the, the, the experiences, the knowledge, and the practices that we are sharing is also integrated in the solutions, uh, like in uh, climate change adaptation and climate change uh, mitigation. The other one is that we're at least we are now included explicitly in the loss and damage uh, uh, processes. I mean, the, the, the recently adopted agreement for the fund on loss and damages includes uh, a re uh, an explicit reference to indigenous uh, peoples acknowledging that we are one of those that are suffering and, and should be compensated for the loss and damages. But we hope that this is not just about financial, but rather how we can get back, reclaim the land uh, that, that were uh, 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 destroyed and that we are supported in rehabilitating and restoring this, this lands, uh, you know, to make it more uh, I mean, to, to regain uh, biodiversity so that we can also use them again for our food security and our sustainable food systems. Uh, and so this, these are some, and, and uh, uh, in the Paris Agreement, we were part of the coalition of, of civil society organizations that also push uh, for the recognition of human rights, the respect for human rights. And we are here again saying that when we talk of respect for human rights, for indigenous peoples, that means you need to make sure that our lands, territories and resources are protected against any, any adverse impacts of any solutions, that our free, prior and informed consent is needed uh, and this is very very particular also on the issue of the just transition which again uh, if, if our rights are not uh, protected from the from a high carbon to low carbon where they are now uh, building renewable energy and extracting um, uh, transition minerals we are again being sacrificed uh, and that is a major concern we believe strongly that the just transition will never be achieved without genuine partnership with indigenous peoples that is anchored on the respect and protection of our rights and that we are part of the decision making and we are part of the solution.
For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook, Twitter, and listen to Indigenous Rights Radio on SoundCloud and Spotify.